Welcome to the Light Horse Rides. I'm Mark Steven. Before we go any further, please be sure to subscribe and feel free to share or leave a comment on this program. Today we talk about a couple of people who will bring you Stampeder stories throughout the course of the year. It could be the current stories as it is in one case or looking back at Stampeders of years past. There'll be some new people and new ways to consume Stampeder's content. And if you're listening to this, I know you want Stampeder's content, and that's fine by me. Anyway, the Stampeders have a new host for their online content. You may know her from her time at TSN, but now she's in Calgary and with the Stampeders. Her name is Natasha Stanishevsky, and she's been on the job for a few weeks. So how's the first stretch gone, Natasha? It's uh, it's going great so far. I, I feel still pretty new, pretty fresh, but uh, everyone has been really welcoming uh, with the Stampeders. I've, you know, gone on a few tours, met a lot of the coaching staff, met uh, some of the players so far, and so far it's been great. No complaints. I'm looking forward to uh, some actual football getting underway, though. Well, that's just it. Uh, what's sort of going to be your mandate uh, once the season gets going? Uh, when, when and where will we see you? Well, I, I'm sure some folks are familiar with Alana Nolan, who was the TV host for, geez, I think over 10 years. I think yeah. she was here for quite a long time. So, uh, so she has gone off to bigger and better adventures, and so I'm taking her spot. So currently, we're sort of mostly doing catching up interviews with the players and doing a few features here and there. I'll be helping with the flame side of things as they, you know, hit their playoff run, which could be a, a long one if all things go according to plan. So I'll be helping there. But then once training camp starts here with the Stamps, and of course, the regular season, I'll be out every day at practice, uh, at training camp, getting video, getting sound from the players, doing interviews, just coming up with content, essentially, hopefully almost on a you know daily, weekly basis for the website, for the social uh, channels that we have. And then once the games begin, I will be the in-game host. So you'll see me on the sidelines. You'll see me on the Jumbotron. Uh, not sure if we're traveling with the team yet. That remains to be seen, but I will be, I should be around for almost all of the home games for the Stamps. That's what I wanted to get to, Natasha. You're very familiar to viewers, of course, during your time with TSN, which was, you know, largely uh, hosting the uh, sports desk shows. How different is it, you know, maybe getting out in the field a little more, which uh, wasn't a big part of the mandate at TSN? It is different. When I first started at TSN, I actually did report quite a bit and at my jobs prior to that as well. So I was at practice at games, um, but it has been a while, like you said. So it's uh, it's it's been a bit of adjustment, but a good one. The the players and the coaches are have just been great so far. Just really welcoming, like I said, really chatty, and so the interviews have gone really well so far i'm sure when games actually start and things you know the intensity picks up the tone might change a little bit um as players you know you get more serious you want to win that kind of thing but so far it's been really nice kind of getting out into the field uh and just talking to players one-on-one -on -one rather than uh sitting at the desk all the time so so far so good in that respect yeah and you'll have a special a real builder a special relationships in the sense that you're there with them you'll be uh inside and have a uh, unique access and an opportunity to meet the players for that matter some of their families yeah and that part has been interesting for me because that is i've never done that i've never worked for a team before so that part has been uh, a little bit different uh, in a good way, I think. You do get to know players. I think um, the team probably is less guarded in general. 
so that's been nice. And you're right, doing, I mean, we've already done, we did a feature story uh, with Bo Levi Mitchell on his sneakers that he loves. And so he allowed us to come into his house with his wife and his, and his two kids, which was lovely of them. So we kind of got that behind the scenes look, which, you know, some other media outlets don't necessarily get. So having that access is really awesome. And I'm hoping we can take advantage of it and do a lot of um, feature stories like that and get to know the players a little bit more than what you just see uh, them doing on the football field. Yeah, Natasha, really enjoyed that story. And for those of you that haven't uh, seen it, go to the Stampeders website. It is a look at Bo Levi Mitchell's house. Like, where does he live? Because he's got about 9,000 pairs of shoes. And like you say, he's got a wife and two children. Either than that, or he has a mansion. My goodness, I've never seen anybody with so many shoes. Well, he has that, you know, that little room devoted just to his shoes and his shoes only. And uh, it just it's kind of a passion for him now, I think. And it's sort of spread to his wife and, and his kids have these really cute sneakers now, too. So uh, it's it's good for though. I don't want to give too much away. If you're listening, and you haven't seen the feature. Go watch it. Right. right. It's great. It is. Yeah. Now, everybody was very good. Uh, his wife was there as well, so it was a nice feature. Mm-hmm. Natasha, for those that aren't familiar with your background, as I say, we saw you on uh, TSN. Uh, that was uh, your prior role. Uh, how about getting uh, to TSN? Uh, what did you do before TSN? And then uh, your thoughts on coming to Calgary. So prior to TSN, I was always uh, within the Bell Media sort of slash CTV family. My first jobs were in Saskatchewan. I covered news out there just for a really short six months. And then I moved into sports, uh, which is exactly where I wanted to be. So I worked in Saskatchewan for about two and a half years, bouncing around, and then was in Edmonton. There were three people in the sports department at the time, and I worked the weekends and covered everything from... I mean, Edmonton is a great sports town. It's similar to Calgary, The obviously the hockey team, the football team. There's curling, university sports. There's junior hockey. It goes on and on and on. So it was quite uh, a busy work environment there trying to uh, get everything into the show. So I was there for two years covering local sports. And then I uh, ended up going to TSN. I was only supposed to go for one year to cover a maternity leave position, but that one year turned into 10 years and I ended up, uh, yeah, it's almost a, d- a decade, I guess, anchoring at TSN. So now to Calgary, uh, moving back to Alberta, I moved back here in June and so far it's been great. I love, love being back in Alberta, love the people here. I, I'm really happy to be closer to my family. They're all in Alberta and BC. Uh, the, I mean, Calgary, I, I knew it already. They're a great sports town, a sports, calling them a town, city, sports city as well. Uh, so Calgary's been, Calgary's been great. We had a snowstorm yesterday, which I'm kind of used to that, right? <laughs> like snow in April. We always get snow on, on May long weekend, 50-50, right? So yeah. that, that was fine. But today's beautiful blue sky, the sun is shining. See the mountains out my window, which I love. I love being closer to the mountains as well. So it's been good. I'm still adjusting a little bit, still transitioning, but I think it's going to. Uh, I think it's going to work out here in Calgary. Hey, training camp's just around the corner. Are you in shape and ready to go for the marathon there? Oh my goodness! I mean, I it's it's ten straight days, isn't it? Ten or twelve yep. straight days. I yeah, this will be my first uh, training camp. I think we're going to 
think there's a few of us uh, in the office who are going to sit down and devise sort of a plan, map out a plan and figure out what sort of content we're going to come up with every single day. So any, any tips for me? I mean, they do two a days during training camp every day. Do they not? Yes, they do. Well, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a limit to the number they can do, but uh, it's a regular feature. Make no mistake. I have some long days there. So there you go. Right. Right. Well, you sound like you're ready. Well, sound like you're enjoying it. Sound like you're ready to dive in. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, I'm here. I'm uh, I'm ready to learn. I like I said, it's it's been fun working for a team so far, and I think it's I think it's only gonna get better once once we see some real football on the field. We look forward to seeing her reports throughout the course of the year. I was a big fan of the Mitchell shoe piece, and I'm sure there's more great stories to follow. But that's the Stampeders of today. There's a gentleman who's working on the Stampeders of the past. Tom Elder is a local teacher and a giant Stampeders fan. He's begun to post video of the team from some of the various games, some of the various plays. He calls it Calgary Stampeder Classics. It's on Facebook, Twitter, and and Instagram. Calgary Stampeder Classics is a fascinating look back at some of the famous players and some of the famous plays. Tom, just tell us maybe about some of your recent acquisitions. One of my recent uh, acquisitions was I've uh, from Daryl Slade, the uh, um, the former uh, stats man for the Stamps, is I acquired a, a number of uh, 16 millimeter coaches films um, from the late uh, from the 1959 and the 1960 season. Um, and there's also a film in there from, uh, it appears to be 1952, uh, with the, uh, the home opener that year, Calgary at, uh, at, uh, Saskatchewan or then Regina. Yeah. So. Um, accessing that material, there's not very much of that out there. I mean, this is uh, pretty rare stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been, I've been, I'm very uh, grateful for, uh, Daryl for, um, for passing me on, uh, this film and I'm in the process of getting it converted, um, to, uh, to put on the website. And, uh, yeah, there's unfortunately not uh, – I mean, the league has, uh, like, uh, like their great cup. They have the great cup portal, which they have the full-length um, CFL games. But beyond that and the um, the high, kind of the highlights, um, and they don't even have those for – they only have those for, I think, uh, from 2012 till I think about now. But beyond that, there's uh, nothing really out there in terms of watching uh, archival uh, games. And, of course, like what I have on my website is uh, full-length games – um, of the Stampeders over the, the the course of their history. Looking back over football of that era, have you have you learned anything, or just exciting to see players that you've only read about? Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, uh, I mean, especially from like uh, some of the footage that I've uh, found um, from the late '60s and uh, the early '70s, um, especially like uh, in um, um, later last season when I was just kind of like uh, preparing uh, for the Stamps being the playoffs. It posted. Um, some of the old playoff games, like the, from the late '60s, like the 1968 uh, West Final, of course, the 1970 uh, West Final. Of course, back then they were like a best of three. Um, but of course, just like watching like the conditions in the that game three of the 1970 West Final in Regina, and uh, and also seeing like some of the old CBC commentators, um, like in their prime, like Don Whitman. I mean, obviously, like um, being a Stamps fan of the '90s and and watching uh, CFL and CBC in the late 80s, too, I became uh, a cuss or, uh, familiar with uh, Don Whitman, but some of his earlier work. And then um, uh, there's the other uh, the, the other gentleman um, that was an announcer for the CBC, uh, Afghanis. I can't remember his first Ernie name. Afghanis, yeah. Ernie Afghanis, yeah. And, and, uh, and Frank Rigney and all those guys. And, uh, yeah, no, it's um, and just like the just seeing like them play in those conditions at the time and 
and the black and white and uh and also i've gone uh, gotten to become um um a fan of the the older style uniforms like uh that we've of course uh, um seen uh with the stamps uh, at certain times tom uh discuss uh you know access to this material where do you get it from because as you say we're going back uh many decades in some cases for sure like i mean most of my material um i've acquired um um, just from other CFL fans, like, uh, around the league, um, sort of thing. There's not too many of us that have, uh, this, like we trade, uh, uh, we trade games and whatnot. So it's, uh, there's, it's, 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 there's not, it's not easy to come by, but I mean, I've started, I started collecting Stampeder games. I think it was about 2014, um, sort of thing. Like I found a, there's a gentleman on YouTube, um, sort of thing. I just kind of, uh, acquired games from him over the past. And then I've met, other uh, individuals and we've been trading games and like this just passed this week i uh, traded some games with another guy here in town and um some of those games uh, or some of the games i got was a uh, one game from uh, calgary at hamilton from 1990 and there's some other games uh, from the 80s so um yeah the one uh, the one game i've been really trying to get is the uh, the 1995 labor day game um which i'm hoping to get here soon um, um by means of a trade for the uh, of course the recent game i took in um, to get converted uh, from the 16 millimeter film I got from Daryl was the 1959 Labor Day game, um, and I, I know the the guy I know a guy in Edmonton who's uh, uh, almost like uh, the Edmonton Eskimos uh, uh, unofficial um, uh, historian. He has a copy of the 1995 Labor Day game, um, and of course that's the game Jeff Garcia threw five touchdowns, um, and I'm hoping to get a copy of that. So because that's uh, for me that's kind of like the holy grail, if you will, of uh, of uh, the Stamps games. So. That was a lot of great ones for sure. Uh, is this time-consuming and costly? Is it time-consuming and costly? Uh, it can be time-consuming. Um, the new, the newer games, I uh, like the like for probably the last uh, twenty years. Like I have, I, I'll edit out the commercials, um, sort of thing. It's kind of neat to see the older games, like from the sixties, seventies, and the eighties, with some of the commercials, um, sort of thing. Like some of them are kind of tacky. Um, but, uh, and of course commercials are more, I find more prevalent these days. So I edit them out. So it can be a little, um, time consuming that way. And then processing the games, like using the software I make or use, um, that can be time consuming as well, but it's just something I, I run uh, during the day while I'm, uh, while I'm uh, teaching at, uh, at school or at work, I should say. Um, and then in terms of, uh, like with converting the 16 millimeter games to uh, to digital or DVD format, uh, yeah, it's about uh, about 150, 130, 150 bucks um, to get that done. And I've kind of gone in, I've been going in with like a, a group of other um, people. Like for the recent game with the 1959 Labor Day game, um, I've gone in with like a, a bunch of other Eskimo and Stampeder fans to get this done. Some of the other games I have obviously are like. Um, Calgary, you know, and Vancouver, or BC and Calgary and Winnipeg or Calgary and Saskatchewan. So when that, when I get those other games uh, done, then I'll uh, seek out um, um, people to go in on that. So, I mean, I'm not going to get it done all in, you know, in a couple months, it'll probably take a few years um, sort of thing, but uh, that's okay. It's me bringing the history of the team uh, um, to the fans, you know, no question. Now, What's been response from the fans who, you know, may only have heard of these players? Uh, just what's been the response uh, looking through your different portals at the team's history? Oh, the response has been uh, has been tremendous. Like, uh, yeah, like just showcasing some of the former players, like through the Instagram page, um, like I'll promote, um, like I'll post birthday announcements to former players um, and I'll post uh, clips 
uh, of them. Um, I've also been uh, using the Instagram portal um, to raise kind of the profile of former players in terms of where they're now, what they might be doing um, sort of thing. And also recently I uh, put together uh, uh, my all-time stamps team. I know I, I was probably a little late getting that all done because uh, the team itself had like their top 75 players uh, and all that stuff. But uh, I took it upon myself to, uh, to put together uh, three different teams of my all-time stamps team. And I'm just in the throes of uh, releasing uh, about, uh, about a third way through of releasing the, uh, uh, the first team. So, well, we'll watch for that. Uh, we'll also post online the different portals that you're available at. So uh, congratulations on this, Tom, and uh, keep it up. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. And uh, I've appreciated also uh, getting in touch with uh, former players and uh, they've, uh, the response from them has been uh, tremendous as well. Well, I can tell you it's wonderful to see him catalog and preserve the heritage of the Calgary Stampeders. Hey, listen, training camp is imminent, the draft just before that, so by all means, we'll keep you up to date on what's happening. I'm Mark Stephen as the White Horse Rides. 